Well, Chris, it must have been quite the meeting in Washington when Trump called uh, one of his uh, major strategic uh, people into the office. Send in Steve Bannon. Hello, Donald. I have arrived. That is uh, that is Steve Bannon, played by the Grim Reaper on SNL. A lot of people scared of uh, Steve Bannon. And if you're one of those people, uh, you may be happy about this news. Very big news. Trump's chief strategist, Steve Bannon, removed from the posting to the National Security Council. This uh, must have been quite a meeting. I, and in fact, they haven't really, I don't think they've officially announced this yet, but according to a, it was a new memorandum about the council's composition was published uh, today in the Federal Register. Memo no longer lists the chief strategist as a member of the principal's committee. Group of high ranking officials who meet to discuss pressing national security policies. So he has had uh, all those security um, clearance, uh, I guess, remember he had like security clearance for everything? Mm-hmm. All his clearance has been yanked, I believe. Interesting. You know what? Mm-hmm. If, if, uh, Big news. I can recall watching The Apprentice. I don't know if you ever watched that uh, show. I, you know, I'm happy to say I didn't. It was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. It was a, a pretty entertaining reality show. But one of the things that Donald would always preach that I sort of thought, you know, uh, I don't necessarily see him doing in uh, practice as president is you know, letting go of people who – are not helping you and are becoming an anchor because he's hung around with a lot of people uh, who who might not be that popular. And if he's letting him go and now maybe bringing his daughter in as a potential advisor instead because she's now got an office there at the White House. I find her far less scary than Bannon. I when think, you read about Bannon and his history, it's a little bit terrifying. I, I don't know. I think uh, if uh, Ivanka becomes, you know, there was always the joke that uh, Hillary was pulling the strings behind Bill. Uh, if Ivanka becomes the string puller in uh, in Donald's life, I don't think that we'd be in a bad situation. Uh, she gave a, a big interview, mm-hmm. I think, uh, to one of the major networks in the States, and I was hearing little snippets of it. Yeah. And the other room, my husband's like, eh, Ivanka. I'm like, actually, I think she sounds kind of smart. She does. She actually sounds credible. And he and said, eh, it's too put on. A what lot of, what a does lot of that pe- mean? <laughs> A lot of people criticized her for saying, oh, I don't know, because the interviewer asked her, uh, are you complicit? What do you think about being complicit in what your father's doing? And she said, I don't know what that means. But it and smells people, nice. People were, I'm referencing the SNL complicit. Exactly. And people were joking Dad. that, oh, she doesn't actually know the definition and tweeting out the uh, Webster's Dictionary. Mm-hmm. We know... Okay, we know she knows what complicit means. She is suggesting that you are complicit in a crime, and she doesn't think what her father's doing is a crime. This is an interesting uh, little piece of information. Pepsi, uh, yesterday, uh, Kendall Jenner, who's one of the... uh, I don't really pay attention much, because I saw the headlines for Mm -hmm. the Kardashians or the Jenners, but she is uh, the the daughter that's having a lot of success as a model on the side. Anyhow, uh, she appeared in a Pepsi ad and she tweeted it out on her social media feed, I guess, and put it up there. And all of a sudden, uh, the internet went berserk. So the ad uh, is being criticized for appearing to trivialize uh, trivialize protests 
for social justice causes, which is, you know, let's face it, since Trump took office, there's been a lot of protests in the states. And so Pepsi is capitalizing on this. And they were they said they were trying to project a global message of unity and peace and understanding. And we missed the mark. We apologize. They have pulled the ad, which featured, you know, Kendall Jenner. She was modeling and she looks kind of bored. And there are these protesters marching down the street and all these young people, you know, that are artists and, you know, photographers Mm -hmm. being called to march and yes. something bigger than them and they would pick up their pepsis and they would head to the street they all had pepsis of <laughs> yeah, course well, of course you gotta have pepsi and they would march together in unison and then they come across a line of police officers at which point kendall jenner sees a um a, like a big bucket full of ice and cold pepsis Delicious. bottles cans just there for the taking she takes one and offers it to a police officer she saunters over to him mm-hmm. in the line and then they looks all great by the way fist bump each other and start cheering <laughs> She's it's, a model. Of course she looks great. I, I the gotta point say, is, the, it's a ridiculous ad. People were so upset and offended by the ad. I thought the most offensive part of this ad was how clean the po- protesters looked. These people looked terrific. And generally, I don't know, maybe you know, when you're out marching all day, you get kind of sweaty. And I think some of them don't shower beforehand anyway. Well, you tend not to um, march with a cello on your back as well. I don't know if you saw the guy playing yeah. cello that takes it and he puts it on his back. It's like, what? Why do you leave the cello at home? What's with that? Anyhow. Cello's the new jamming instrument. It went from guitar to ukulele to cello. We're going big. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Coca-Cola, people are saying Coca-Cola did this ages ago with their, um, I'd like to teach to buy, buy the, the world, world a Coke. Coke. Yeah, but they did it well. Yeah. You know, that's the, the difference. This one seems, this one almost seemed like, like it was so ripe for mockery that it was probably... A, a stunt anyway like we're not going to make something that can be taken seriously here so just so we can get people talking we're, they were deliberately putting something out in, in my opinion that people were going to talk about yeah actually there's a uh, an old chemical brothers uh music video that featured a uh, a revolution happening around uh coca-cola or a coca-cola like product mm-hmm. and the and it uh, all ends up being at the end of the music video. It ends up being a, co- a Coca-Cola commercial, and the whole thing sort of uh, culminates with this revolution happening, and everyone's drinking Coke. And then you're thinking, "Oh, this is kind of absurd." And then it pans out, and it's on a TV, and someone throws a brick into that TV screen. I feel like they probably pulled this whole storyline right from that Chemical Brothers video. Well, that's interesting. Some people feel they pulled this storyline uh, from. The march that happened in the States, I think it might have been the the uh, march, the women's march, where that woman was arrested in that flowing dress mm-hmm. and they took her down because it's, you know, and then somebody said, yeah, we tried to do the same thing in Baltimore and it didn't work. And you see these people handing officers in a line, you know, uh, bottles of water. Yeah. And they don't look so impressed. Also, these cops in this commercial. The protesters look clean, and these cops do not look threatening no, in the slightest. No, well, and they don't look threatened no. by the protesters because they're carrying cellos on their back. <laughs> what could they possibly be protesting? We never find out, really. The signs are bizarre. Um, Hamilton police, this is from the star. I have to read this uh, verbatim here. Hamilton police ask public to rom- remain calm after $45,000 uh, lettuce heist. Investigators say a truck and trailer containing the lettuce was taken sometime between March 31st and April 1st. They're asking the public to let us know if you have any tips. Let us know if you have any tips. 
Who was the fool that morning? It happened on April 1st that opened the truck. <laughs> oh, oh, these aren't stereos, yo. <laughs> so, somewhere, these guys are saying, hey, we've got overstock on lettuce. And my boss told me we got to sell these by the end of the day. They're going to be rolling up to you in the LCBO parking lot saying, hey, guys, you want to, you want some counterfeit lettuce? Do you want some hot lettuce? No, it's no, no. Back. They're going to say, shh, romaine calm. <laughs> I got something for you in the back. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, salad. Uh, Shulu, uh, you know, Payless, the shoe chain, it's mm-hmm. filed for bankruptcy protection, and they're going to be closing down nearly 400 stores, including 100 stores in Canada. It was founded in 1956. No big loss for me because that is one place where I don't like to pay less, and that's on my shoes. Mm-hmm. And that's no pun intended there, but I do not, I can't buy shoes that are, I find, I, I, I'm about the $200 mark for shoes. Wow, that's that's pricey. I it know is you- pricey, but you know what? They last forever. I do not buy shoes on a seasonal basis. I buy good shoes to last. Hey, when you can't I, skimp on shoes. You're on your feet all day. When I was in the business of buying shoes, I would tell people, hey, you might buy that uh, pair of pants. You're going to spend 100 bucks on a pair of pants, but you might wear that once a week, those shoes you're wearing every day. Exactly. It's like your glasses. You don't cheap out on shoes. You don't cheap out on glasses. And you don't cheap out on your wife when her anniversary is coming up. <laughs> You're welcome to whoever Sue's celebrating today.